This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 44 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Morrows. Today, we're going to be diving into the seven tactics in order to increase engagement on Facebook Live. Now, if this is your first time visiting the podcast, be sure that you check the Facebook Live series that we have been running over the past couple of weeks. There's all sorts of tips that you do not want to miss out on. Plus, we also have a free download for you. It's our five cheap tools in order to have a live broadcast. The great thing about it, they're cheap and (laughs) you want to be able to incorporate video into your content. Well, this gives you the perfect opportunity to do so. Okay, so today we're really going to talk about all the different ways that you can engage because I know all too well what it is like to feel like you're talking to yourself. You can see those couple of eyeballs that are watching you, but they're just kind of stalking and listening. They're not interacting with you. So today, I'm going to give you seven tactics to get them to interact and engage. You're going to want to make sure to write these down. So if you're driving, make sure that you go back and listen to these because if you are thinking about live broadcasting or if you already are, these are great ways to increase your engagement. All right. So the very first one that we want to talk about is you always want to start by introducing yourself and giving the highlights of what you're going to be talking about. So you would start off, and if you've listened to the podcast that I did about the structure of a Facebook Live, you always want to establish your credibility. What gives you the right or the ability to be able to talk about the topic that you're going to be talking about? So if you're talking about um, a healthy recipe, what is it about you that gives you the ability to speak intelligently about it? So are you a registered dietitian? What is your food blog? What sort of traffic do you see? Who is your audience that's coming to you? So you want to make sure that you are thinking about your audience always. And you're just going to give them some highlights as far as what you're going to be talking about. So I even have a tendency to do it when I'm doing a podcast episode. I tell you what the title is. I let you know that it's going to be seven tactics to increase Facebook engagement. I'm not kind of just stringing you along. I'm letting you know we're going to go through seven of them. So you have an idea as you're going through the live broadcast where you are in that broadcast. So make sure that you are telling them what it is that you're going to be covering so that they're not kind of sitting there wondering, well, what's this going to be about? And an easy way to take care of that on Facebook Live is in your description. You can simply ask a question that hits on a pain point for them and then answer it with what you're going to be talking about. So when I talked about the seven tactics for increasing Facebook engagement, I asked the question, just like I did at the beginning of this podcast episode, are you tired of feeling like you're talking to yourself? And then I answered with, then I've got seven tactics that are going to increase that engagement and get your audience involved. So you're showing them how you're going to be walking them through these specific steps that you're going to be talking about, or even a recipe for that matter. Okay. So the second one that you want to look to definitely put into use is asking questions to get them to interact. Again, you can do this in your description. I always like to put in the comments, tell me 
whatever it might be that I'm asking them. So if you're doing a recipe, tell me your least favorite ingredient that you like to use. Or if you're doing parenting tips, tell me some of your top parenting tips for potty training. Whatever it might be, you just want to make sure that you're giving them, asking them that question so that they are able to put it into the comments. And it kind of, it has to be connected to what it is that you're talking about in your live broadcast. Another great way to get them to engage, which is even simpler, is while you're going through specific points, let's say, for example, you're talking about potty training, you could say, give me a thumbs up if you've ever run into this problem. Or let me know that you also have experienced this issue by giving me some hearts. Actually tell them what to do. Live broadcasting is relatively new to people. And yes, they are watching them, but they don't necessarily know how to engage with them. So if you just call out exactly what you want them to do, they will do it. You'll notice that people will start giving you thumbs up and engaging with you so that you're then able to ask more questions and know more about your audience. You want to know if the people listening to your broadcast understand potty training or not. And the only way to know that is to ask them questions about other pain points that possibly could happen while potty training. The third tactic that you want to make sure that you do is to recap at the end of each point. Now, the reason that you do this is because you have to remember that not everyone comes into the live broadcast as soon as it goes live. So you have to make sure that people that come in in the middle or they come in in three minutes into your live broadcast understand what has happened beforehand. So even if I'm doing a recipe, if I'm adding ingredients, I would normally not go through the entire list of ingredients with the measurements, but I'm going to say what I've already put in depending upon where I am, especially if I'm putting together, let's say, dry ingredients with wet ingredients. I'm going to make sure that they understand what those ingredients are. I'm also going to make sure that if it's a recipe that's on my site, I'm telling them that multiple times so they know where they can go to get it, just in case they are coming in at different places within your live broadcast. The fourth tactic is to use their name when interacting with them. A lot of times while you're doing the live broadcast, you'll be able to see who is coming in, especially if they have liked your page. It'll say that person's name. It'll say that they're viewing. It won't necessarily tell you In the comments, they may not have written anything, but you can see who is viewing. So make sure that you're calling them out, letting them know that you're there. And if they have put in the comments, answered one of your questions, make sure that you address their answer. Another great thing to do here is when you are looking to engage with them is to make sure that you're doing it at the beginning of the broadcast. One of the probably most annoying things to do is to be in the middle of a live broadcast and someone new comes on and says, good morning. And the person talking stops in the middle of their presentation or their points that they're making to welcome that person to the live broadcast. You don't want to do this. You want to keep going because it is very annoying for someone that is viewing to feel like you're not paying attention to them. You've totally stopped everything that you're doing in order to welcome the new person to the group. So you want to make sure that you are interacting with the people, calling them out by name, but don't do it in the middle of your broadcast. Unless, of course, you've just asked a question. Then that would make sense. So call them by name, especially if they are leaving comments about the questions that you are asking. 
Okay. The fifth tactic is to make it actionable. You So you want to be able to say to them, what's our takeaway? And be able to tell them what that takeaway is. So if you are doing kitchen tips and you're showing them a new tool that they can use to make zucchini noodles, you want to be able to say to them, so our takeaway is, is that this tool, which the link is in the comments for my affiliate link, gives us quick and easy zoodles for our favorite recipes that are easy and healthy to make. You're making sure that they understand the purpose behind listening to the broadcast. By doing that, you make it much easier for them to appreciate what it is that you are creating, content that they are going to want to come back for, and also probably subscribe to your live feeds. That is what you're looking to do. You want them to subscribe so that anytime you go live on a live broadcast, that they get a notification letting them know. So that person can continue to get to know you. Because honestly, guys, I know we've talked about this on various times, but People purchase from those that they trust, know, and like. And live broadcasting gives you that opportunity. There's not many other mediums out there that gives you the opportunity to put a voice and a face and even personality traits so that if you're someone that talks with your hands like I am, my audience knows that. They know the little mannerisms that I have. That is something that you want to provide your audience with because those are the readers that we used to have years ago when we first started blogging. When you listen to a pinch of yum talk, she talks about being able to tell her story. Her audience used to come for the story that she would tell. And she still has diehard fans that do that. You as a newer blogger want to create those diehard fans. Well, live broadcasting gives you the opportunity to put your personality behind it. So maybe you might just be starting out and not getting a ton of page views, but by live broadcasting, it provides your audience with an opportunity to really get to know you. And they are more apt to then come over to your site to read your content, to pin it, to share it, whatever it might be. So make sure that it's always actionable. You also can think about trying to give them a challenge. Anytime, especially if you're doing a lesson on kitchen tips or healthy eating, clean eating, whatever it might be, if you can provide them with a way to hold them accountable to what you've taught them, they're going to want to continue to interact with you. It's a perfect opportunity to make sure that if you have something that you are promoting at that time, like a challenge, that you get them engaged in that. I also highly recommend that anytime you are running a challenge or have a lead magnet that you are promoting, that you make sure that it is part of the description that you put up before your Facebook Live goes live. You want to make sure that you are always growing your list. We recently have heard tons of articles are out right now about all the algorithm changes. We've been seeing them for years, but they're only seeming to get worse and worse. And because of that, our traffic is dwindling. Here's the thing. Algorithms and social media is not something you can control. It's just not. No matter how many tactics, Pinterest strategies, and Facebook courses you take, the algorithm is always going to change and affect your traffic and your income in the same fell swoop. 
So with that being said, you have to try to take control of something that you own. And the only thing that you own right now is your emails. So you have to be collecting email addresses. Make sure that you have a lead magnet that connects to the broadcast that you are doing. You don't want to create a broadcast just to create a broadcast. That doesn't make any sense. So what? You're going to increase your reach on Facebook. But what purpose did it serve? Is it driving traffic? Is it gaining you subscribers? And if it's gaining you subscribers, then there's a purpose behind it. Because if you wanted to ask them uh, about a product that they needed, they would then feel like they could answer. And they most likely would and probably buy it from you as well. So if you're doing a live broadcast, always remember that there has to be a purpose behind it. Make sure that it is connected. The broadcast should be connected to the freebie that you are offering. So if you are offering clean eating substitutions and recipes, as well as a maybe shopping list that's your lead magnet, then you want to make sure that the recipes that you're creating on your Facebook Live will be an easy transition to tell them to go get your free download that supplements and offers more support for clean eating. Always has to have that connection. If you can't make that connection, then it's not worth you doing the broadcast. Okay, the last tactic that we're going to talk about is you want to make sure that once your live broadcast is done, that you edit it. You make sure that you're making the most use out of it as you can. You can edit the title, your description, your calls to action, and your tags. Make sure that you are tagging or labeling um, audiences that would be interested. So if you are talking to moms, then make sure that you're tagging them. It's all going to be dependent upon who it is that your audience is and who you're trying to reach out to. So make sure that you're going back after live broadcast and just edit it. The other thing to go along with this is I want you to make sure that you are repurposing this. You can download a live broadcast and then if you want, upload it to YouTube or put it into a blog post that you've already created. You are able to make those simple edits so that you can have it as part of your content. It's a relevant content upgrade to make. Now, along with that, once you download the live broadcast, you can also edit it. Many of you are doing Tasty Style videos, which take hours upon hours. There is no reason that you can't go back and quickly edit pieces to repurpose it for Instagram short videos or to repurpose it to have on a YouTube channel so that you have specific, maybe uncomfortable silences taken out. You want to always keep these things in mind and be able to repurpose it so that you do have video content available. All right. Make sure that if you are not part of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Facebook community that you are in there, we are continuously continuing the conversation from the podcast in there. I also am making sure that to go live every Tuesday at 11 o'clock on the Jenny Bunrose Facebook page. And we are normally starting the conversation about what the podcast episodes are going to be about. So make sure that you take advantage of those. And we also love when you guys subscribe to the podcast. We have seen a ton of growth recently because I have been asking that please share the podcast episode with someone that you think would benefit from it. And I appreciate you guys so much for doing so. Until next time, I will talk to you all then.